come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. We wanted to change things up a little bit, so last week, we hoped you enjoyed the interview with Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart. In this week's episode, we will be discussing, yielding, and accepting according to God's Word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. The Biblical Meaning of Yield and Accept To yield means to give away to arguments, demands, or pressure. To accept to consent or to receive a thing offered. We find in Ephesians 6 and 1, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Matthew 26, 39 says, Going on a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. You see, teaching teens and young people like yourselves to yield is hard work. Parents can bear a little bit or much of this responsibility of why their children struggle with yielding and giving up one's desire and wants for someone else. We spend many of their early years spoiling and making them the center of the world, and then right on cue, we spend the rest of the time trying to reprogram them, fixing all the built-up self-centeredness to an image of a Christian teen holy and acceptable to God. Take it from me. Yielding, giving up one's position to allow another to prosper or to be first, Does it come natural, nor does it come easy to most of us or you teens without a price? This price was paid with Christ's life, who died on the cross. We we just simply want to have our way and be numero uno all the time. Selfishness is inherently part of our sin nature. That's why we have to slay our flesh daily. Being transparent, I was a very young parent when I had my first kid. I have to admit, I had no clue how to be a parent. I do remember spoiling them, but I also remember this as a kid growing up myself, that there were a lot of rules growing up in my parents' house as well as mine. The reason why this is so significant is the expectation that comes with rules. It is expected that you would obey them. I remember telling my children often there was one golden rule that they had to remember and follow, and that was to obey. If you don't remember or if you don't get anything else from this segment, I need you to get this. Obedience requires you to step aside to put your wants and desires aside. But when we teach our children to be obedient, we are giving them the opportunity to learn to yield to God. What a precious legacy to offer them. To accept or not to accept. Doesn't it just think when there's something you don't like, but there's nothing you can do about it? Sometimes there are things about yourselves that you wish you could change. Maybe we don't like our physical appearance. What about when your issue is with someone else? A messy relationship? Maybe there's a person or a group of people in your life with whom you just can't get along. It can be an attitude issue, or perhaps this person just treats you poorly. In the situations I've described, the circumstances might be somewhat different, but they point to the same unfortunate truth. We can't always make things or people the way we want. We have to accept people the way they are, faults and all. Sure, we can do our best to minimize the problem by avoiding the activity we struggle at or ignore the people that bother us, but they are still there. Life is often outside of your ability to personally control it. We call that life. Don't you sometimes wish you had the secret answer that will solve all of life's problems? In truth, you can't. But it might not be the solution you're hoping for. The solution boils down to just one word, acceptance. 
We find in Colossians 3, 12 and 13, where it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord has forgave you. Let's look at a few key points in this verse. God chose you to be holy. God looked down at all the people, including you, that have and will walk the earth since he formed it and said, I choose you. This is awesome, except this statement. He chose you for a purpose, to be holy. Because of this, he accepts us to live a certain way, to be merciful, kind, humble, gentle, and patient. We have to make allowances for each other's faults. People aren't perfect, and neither are you. Everyone has faults. Yep, even you. As much as we would love to be able to fix them, learning to accept others requires us to make some allowances, make room for other people's faults. And we must learn to forgive like Jesus. Finally, the key to learning how to accept others is to forgive. We could spend a lifetime describing ways that Jesus has forgiven us. He forgives and forgets. Boy, isn't that the hardest part of forgiveness? Yes, it is. If we want to learn to accept others, we must forgive them, even if they don't deserve it. We must also not continue to hold it against them for how they treated us. That's a tough one. I want you to ponder this question as you think about acceptance. Which is harder for you, accepting others or accepting yourself? Think about that. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We talked about how quick some of us can be to dismiss people because we don't agree with their beliefs or because they don't agree with ours. We discussed how this was not right and we need to accept people just as they are and in the same way Jesus accepted us. We said that if some feel strongly about another person's belief system being way off base, we should pray for that person, not pray in condemnation, but revelation. Pray that God will prick their heart to conviction and convict them to change. However, we must make sure that our thinking is in line with what God requires of us, in line with his word, and that we are walking the walk. We've all heard people talk about how, quote, unquote, religious people try to beat you over the head with the Bible. Some of us have a zeal for God and his word that we want everyone to get saved, know him, and be where we are in Christ. I'm guilty of that myself. In Matthew 5.13, it reads, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then no good but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. We need to be very careful and extremely alert when we minister to others and not become judgmental because that is an easy trap to fall into. If you see that a person is not receiving what you are saying, don't argue. Don't try to beat them over the head. Again, go to God in prayer and then let your light shine and be the salt of the earth and don't ever lose your flavor. So once more, accept people for who they are and where they are and allow God to get them where they need to be in him. To yield and accept. In summary, yielding to another person, allowing them to come before you, And accepting a person as they are with faults and all their mess is a tall order and a huge mountain to climb, given that we have been conditioned and raised to be a selfish people. Do as Jesus did in Matthew 26, 39. Jesus did go to the Father to see if he can get out of going to the cross to die for a people just like you and me. 
But he, Jesus, did something more awesome than dying on the cross, if you ask me. He gave us the perfect example, both yielding and accepting by saying these words, yet not as I will, but as you will. So basically what he was saying, not that my will be done. And if I have to yield and accept this fate to save a dying world, and if that is your will, Father God, that is what I will do. That is obedience. I will leave you with this quote. Obedience is always better than sacrifice because sacrifice is never worth the price of disobedience. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques and used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.